Yeah, see, speaking of other planets, eh? Look at this. The stars in the sky. Have you ever come out on a starry night? Then you look up. There's so many stars everywhere. Over a thousand. You can't even count them. And all those stars are planets bigger than the Earth. Then you look at the vast size of the universe. Why do you think you are the only one? Why should you think you are the only one in this vast? It's like having like a, a, a getting a hard drive so that you can copy a ringtone. Because that's what we are, a ringtone in the universe. A ringtone in a hard drive. In a one gig hard drive. <laughs> What if there are other planets and there's no way to contact them? And that's why we've not discovered each other. What if there's another universe on the other side of the earth? Another set of people that God created that exist in there. Why would you think in the whole universe as vast as it is, there's just life in only one rock? Just one rock. That's the only rock with life in everything. But what if they are alive in the other planets and like there's some people who know it but yeah, how will you even contact other planets? How do you contact other people? You use cell phones now and the cell phones are regulated. You can only really contact within here to here and all that. The cell phones can't contact outside the planet. So what if like there's actually life outside the planet and they've made contact? But they're just keeping that from us. To avoid panics or to it will destroy the belief and foundation of everything. Oh my god, was it that what you go create another earth and like the, those people on that earth, like, <laughs> like they are pleasing him and all of that, and <laughs> he's just looking at us like, which kind of sinful world be this one? <laughs> but no, he hasn't left us, but maybe there are other people, maybe we are not alone. Like we can't be alone, can we? Okay, okay. Uh, so I believe uh, if you are listening to this podcast from anywhere in the world, you like you've heard of Hush Poppy and. Uh, this one is to to Nigerians because Hush Pop is a Nigerian and they were like a, a lot of talk on both sides and on the left and right. A lot of talk left and right. And it was like Hush Poppy good for you, you're gonna go to jail for twenty years and it's over and all of that and you've uh, you've you've escaped the law and there was so much anger there was so much anger being poured on the hush puppy and in my mind I was like 
where's this anger coming from and i realized that nigerians have been through a lot of injustice they've been cheated on several fronts and they're also hypocrites too because they blame one thief and then they, they praise another thief in fact Nigerians will praise you until they catch you. Because all these people insulting, they were probably on his comments praising him and saying, oh, I wish for pig, well done, I claim it and all of that. Then when, as soon as they catch you, they switch on you like, like never. Like, come on. The average Nigerian is exposed to fraud, corruption. They've normalized it. Oh, you're going to say no, okay? Uh, almost everybody has like had a running account, if not even committed fraud in one capacity or the other. Say no, chill. Look at the issue of Agberos. You're in your car driving. This young man and the driver have been going from bus stop to bus stop in the morning, picking people. Then somebody runs after your vehicle. Somebody from nowhere who has nothing to do with the maintenance, the buying or whatever of that vehicle, first of all. And then he starts removing parts of the vehicle off. Like chill, chill. He is opening the fuel tank and removing the cover to run away with it unless they pay. And everybody in that vehicle is just quiet. Nonchalant. And then if it's uh, driving, it's the wind, like maybe the wind, the wiper for the windscreen, or it's pulling off something when the car is, when the rain is falling, and everybody's just there, cool with it. Like, this is a bandit operating right there. Like, bandits in the past would just be looking at them and be like, oh boy, see groove in the open, and we all accept it. Nobody says anything, you used to it. What about the fact that you want to rent a house? Any house you want to rent, you pay agent fee and as agreement fee aside the rent. What does that even mean? Even if you were working and you just stopped and you saw the house yourself and went and made inquiries, you will pay agent fee. Agent fee is supposed to be when somebody finds the house and agent and he collects a commission. You are paying agent fee. Like it's normal and it's normal on any house. Every house, everybody that rents they pay agent fee and agreement fee. Or even when you want to buy something in retail shops and they are looking at the item, the price tag is saying hundred naira, we are paying one ten for it. It could be like recharge cards or even drink. It, uh, carbonated drinks like you could be buying seven up and it's written the recommended retail price 15 naira. nobody everybody knows you don't buy any soft drink 15 naira. even the one with the price tag you don't follow it the sachet of oil or something you don't follow it you don't follow the price tag What is that? What does that tell you? Goggle music.
think all the meaningful friendships are made when you are a kid. It's almost impossible when you're an adult to meet new people and connect on a deep level. Like, you guys will be cool, you guys will be friends now, but like, you are preserving your relationship. Like, uh, maybe preserving the respect in your relationship, or like, you know. There's, there's a way you will goof around with your childhood friends and you don't goof around with anybody else like that. Like, outside, you can be sad, you can be hello, you can be boss, but when you are your childhood friend, your childhood friends don't call you boss. <laughs> they don't call you chairman or guy. She this fool. <laughs> uh, those are the ones, like, when you laugh or you're trying to look cute in public, you see, see or there. <laughs> Like, there's this deep bonding, they know you, and I feel one of the reasons why that kind of relationship is so strong is because you guys bonded as kids, and kids don't have reservations, like, you don't have to keep an act, you don't have to walk smart, you don't have to, like, talk eloquently and all of that, like... Just be yourself. Every stupid idea that comes to your head, you pour it out your mouth. Let's go and play like ball in the street. You go like you guys run. If you don't have money, you make it clear. You don't hide or try to pretend like your family has money when you don't have money. Like you go to your guys' house, you eat, man. Guy, I never chop which food they house. Like if I'm going to be coming here every morning to eat, like I will come. Or we'll go out together. Like we're going to play. Or if you're like hitting on girls or anything like you guys together you it's just it's just that strong bond where you're actually yourself because as adults all we do is pretend and you can say oh no i don't pretend i'm always real but yeah you're not the same person in different circles in some circles you're uptight in other circles you're playful in some circles you don't laugh in some places you smile so if someone comes and says, ah, I know that girl, and that girl is very talkative. So, like, talkative. Some people will be like, eh, who? This one. This one is. Or some you look at someone and say, ah, this one is gentle. And be like, this one, she's not gentle though. Like, they're just people who know you on different levels. Maybe that's life, I guess. I am sitting in my house. I'm actually sitting on my bed and there's electricity, the light is on. I'm just looking around. From my room, I'm seeing the living room, seeing my fridge, the tall fridge. Tissue, box of tissue, empty box of cookies, crate of eggs. Yeah, this huge stabilizer beside the fridge. And I'm just looking at my room, my bed, my cupboard, my shoes, and I, I realize I, I, I have a lot of things. Though. Now, right now, as at the point of doing this video, I, I'm not rich. 
I'm worthy in spirit and I'm going to make that shit happen physically but I'm just an average guy right now and for a, a long while I've been like dissatisfied with myself like I'm always thinking I'm, I'm not enough get a girlfriend I'm like you know, when, when I get when I have money and right I don't have money to be spending on her but looking at myself right now I realize like I own a lot of stuff I own stuff I'm actually doing pretty good the me of five years ago look at me today and be proud the me of five years ago was probably envying the me of today but the me of today is not gonna happen with where it is it's just thinking of the next me i can always think of myself in better clothes with better wristwatches with, with a better phone instead with money in the bank with a really clean brand new car and, I, and i'm like okay when i get to that point yes i'll be satisfied Looking at myself right now, I have I have a, an apartment to myself, a nice apartment. If you if you see what I'm saying, I have properties, not a lot, but I have stuff. Like I own stuff. I have money in the bank. I have money enough to eat whatever it is I want to eat for. Like I'm not even thinking of my next meal. There are times when I used to think of my next meal, like wh- what would be my next meal? What am I going to eat? If I spend this money like this, what, what would I buy next week? And that's not a problem for me. I used to borrow 2k to manage for the week. Now I, I, I spend more than 2k a meal. My life has really changed and I've always been unhappy looking at the next place I've never really appreciated where I am until now thank you thank you God if you uh, in Nigeria like me then this would sound all too familiar like you go to school and uh, at the end uh, you're in just finished junior secondary you're about to go to senior secondary and then they, they check your grades and the brilliant ones they push them to science then the next level brilliant they put them in commercial and then the noisemakers they send all of them to arts someone could just look at your script and be like ah this guy is really good in chemistry and physics take him to science and the neighbor was telling me they saw his result and it was good in integrated science and then they put him in science class but he was terrible at math still is how can probably in like the final year they just bring in a counselor talks to you guys like first of all from 
junior secondary school to senior secondary school based on result to just they decide your path for you people who know only the academic aspect of you they don't know anything about you personally they just say yeah, you're supposed to be in science go to science ah you're very brilliant what are you doing here about there's that thing in our mind that makes it it just make our students feel like they're on serious noise makers the noisy ones and if you are going to be like head boy head girl you must come from science damn I mean in art makes it seem like you are feeling it's not very intelligent your parents will be please put him in science I want him to be a doctor saying no his result is not good poor result people just decide your life history your path worst are the counselors who meeting you for 20 minutes they just tell you yeah, you go and study you'll be good at it go and study uh mathematics in the school you'll be good at it go and study law they just people don't know anything about you 10 minutes interaction oh the whole class the counselors here to see people today and you guys just talk someone who doesn't know you i think counselors should start from like junior schools uh you have a counselor from chess one and uh, not the one the poor man in charge of the whole class and you even get to know the, the whole class like we're having course advisors university and all of that crap someone who know you personally who know the games you play maybe just put like one person in charge of five ten people and not one, one course advisor who still has classes he's taking and then put like a hundred and something students under him look someone who will take ten people know your personal like know you personally know who you are what you like doing and then based on academic performance and all of that they would advise you and say what do you, what do you want they'll first listen to you and then they'll point you in the right direction you know when you think about it there are people you only get to meet once in this life and there are some people like you probably met a long time ago you guys were were cool together and you just lost contact and it's almost impossible to find that person again like i know friends that i've tried to find on facebook and some people you don't even remember their their full names you just remember one part of it so there are people you would always wonder where they are like imagine before facebook our parents will have people where friends where they always like the friends who they always just wonder like where did this person go what are they doing where are they right now are you rich uh what families do they have and they would give anything to connect with these people uh i think that was even our generation and we we were our the ones before us basically and we were using like our real names so people can track us now the millennials who are signing up on facebook and the names they use you will not even know who is who like you see names with like seven underscores and you'll be like am i supposed to keep track it's like you want nobody to find you like you can't even tell someone like this is my username you'll be like eh? you have to write it down you have to be really careful about it and it's almost like everybody wants to disconnect 
everybody's like cutting people off. You do anyhow, I cut you off. You do anyhow, I cut you off. And technology that's supposed to bring us together is actually giving us, taking us apart. supposed to like bring everyone closer but it's doing the opposite